What is going on, everybody? This is Lack of Lepers. Thank you so much for joining us on our flagship program. This is Confit Call-In, the podcast also known as SCP Meta. I'm your host, SCP CRNP, a.k.a. Lack of Lepers, and I want to thank you very, very much for joining us on this beautiful, beautiful Saturday. We do this every Saturday at 11 a.m. CST, and we go for about an hour. This is a call-in show. You'll see a, a phone number on the bottom of the screen if you're on our Twitch but the number is 316-444-3115. That goes to a live phone number that we will answer as you call um, and uh, and listen to what you have to say. Questions, comments, criticisms, uh, feel free. Just call in. Let your voice be heard. <clears throat> uh, this is a talk show, and it's really supposed to be uh, the platform in the space dedicated to open discussion where we can talk about anything that you would like. <clears throat> so I want to thank you for coming. Uh, we do have a full plate today for the show, so I do want to get into that. But before we do, just a few housekeeping things to say. First of all, uh, I will not be doing this next week. Next week I have to be out of town, uh, including Saturday. So uh, this show will be canceled for next week, and then we'll pick it up, of course, the week after that. Um, and then uh, additionally, later on this week, Thursday night, typically our more casual reaction streams. I will not be able to do that. Uh, and uh, Friday night is typically what we did last night, which on the screen um, you may be able to see. Um, basically, on Friday night, we do our uh, really gauntlet style review of all of the SCP Wiki articles that came out that week and so we did that last night uh here it is you can go to the to the law vlog to see that this is just my meager um youtube page this is where all the videos from twitch will end up living permanently because twitch only keeps them for so many days before it deletes them so this is what we did last night uh we went through the last week we talked about a lot of scps we had some nice engagement there so i want to thank the people who were there who participated and uh, we had a little bit of an echo issue at one point but we fixed that uh, that shouldn't be an issue anymore so we won't do that this friday because once again, I'll be out of town. But we're going to still do the show, still cover all the SCPs. We'll just push that back to Sunday. So not Friday this coming week, but Sunday we'll do this again. And, and look for also the speed run version that will show up on the Config Magazine YouTube. Just type in Config Magazine YouTube to Google and you'll have the gist of that. All right, so uh, let's, let's dive in um, to this. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, a lot to cover. Um, first, in local news, we'll just start with uh, Conflict Magazine this week. So this week's publication was actually by yours truly, and this was uh, really a first, um, a first for me. Uh, this is an original composition that was posted to the magazine called AOE 40322. It's in the proprietary format of the Conflict Magazine LLC, which is AOE, Anomalous Object Entry. And the main difference between this format and others in containment fiction is that this one, like I said, is proprietary. So anybody who writes in it, as long as they obviously have permission from us, uh, has full rights to the work, copyright, distribution rights. Uh, so for example, if somebody on YouTube covers your article in the AOE format, not only would they have to get permission from you, but uh, you, could, you could actually uh, theoretically benefit monetarily from that as part of the deal. 
So uh, this went up this week. Um, it's decently decently long, um, but we got our own version of collapsibles in here. So I do recommend that you that you check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, we are very interested in featuring more original works. And on that note, we may have a contest coming up. So just keep your ears to the ground for that. Um, okay, we already got through this. We already got through that. Um, you can email admin at conficmagazine.com if you have any submissions that you would like to uh, show. Now, um, having said that, obviously what we do every week is go through all the SCPs as part of our Twitch stream, uh, like I said last night on Fridays. And so this week, uh, we've read all of them. If you really want a granular, detailed discussion of all the ones from this week, you can check that out. The link will be in the description. You can also go to conficmagazine.com and all the social media links are up there at the top conveniently for you. This week, the SCP recommendation is SCP-6246. Um, this does have a, a decently sized rating for being, you know, less than a week old, uh, but it's just a wonderfully uh, brief, um, very, very charming piece that I think just hits the pitch it's trying to go for perfectly. Uh, it is written by, I believe it is Jack Waltz. Yes, it is. So congratulations to Jack Waltz. It's just a, a very pretty... Uh, article uh, doesn't overstay its welcome and is just of very very high quality so definitely want to um, to say uh, shout out to the author there also want to thank that owl dude for being here in the config lounge appreciate that All right, so there's our recommendation for the week. So let's branch out a little bit into uh, larger community news. So something big happened this week that a lot of us kind of geeked out about um, that didn't really receive, I think, as much attention as it, as it really merits. But uh, this was at some point this week on the 3rd of May. So this was four days ago by now. Someone from the Wikidot community forums posted a thread, and the summary of it is, I've created a community discord server and so uh, this is a link to it right here and over the course of the last four days people have really just poured in to it um, I think it's it's gotten a decent bump of participants uh, not not huge not huge uh, nothing too dramatic or anything like that but I think it has about 52 members right now there's 17 online so uh, it's relatively new it's relatively small but this is just really cool to see. Uh, there's a lot of support features in here. This isn't an official one. It's run by uh, just somebody, this individual here, Liger, I think I'm saying that correctly, uh, who's uh, a wiki.community admin and a volunteer, but who is not really official. Is not. Uh, th this hasn't been stamped with the approval of uh, Michel Fracoiwak, you know. Um, so this is unofficial, but it's still helpful. There's a lot of great things. I do encourage you to go check that out. Um, here, I'll put the link into both the Twitch and our Discord, uh, which you can get to, by the way, if you would like to participate this way. Uh, you can basically go to our Config Magazine webpage and get to it that way. So I'll share that here. Um, and so you should check it out. Uh, we actually have a lot of cross-platform involvement. So people from Liminal Archives, Discord, people from obviously ours. I think the SCF is probably the, the most represented in this new Discord server. And we even have a few people from SCP as well. Some from international branches, but other people who you might recognize that at least peeped their head before realizing that the SCF had already 
uh, sort of settled <laughs> in and uh, and subsequently probably left. But still, check it out. Um, we won't bite. Uh, it's just a nice, more config, holistic uh, sort of place that I think a lot of people can mesh, which I think is sorely needed in the space. You have these very staunch walls of separation and differentiation, um, and, and even our server, which is which is sort of advertised as the melting pot of the community, is itself uh, quite quite um, cordoned off, if you will. So check that out. This has been interesting, and there are some interesting discussions already taking place in that server. And then uh, in my browsings around the SAP Wiki, which of course I do probably daily, uh, I came across this, something that I wasn't too familiar with. Uh, I hadn't known that it existed. This is several several weeks old by now, uh, but I thought this was interesting. It's a little outdated. We kind of maybe missed the mark just a little bit for something like this, but it's basically a podcast and it's presented by two individuals who are very interesting to see together, Rounder House, who's quite active in the space, obviously, and then Green Wolf, who if you don't know, Green Wolf is a real old school name uh, and so to see Green Wolf uh, do something like this is interesting to see Green Wolf around again in the last few months is interesting as well um, and uh, of course the, like I said the combination of Green Wolf and Rounder House uh, promises to be interesting so I'll put this once again in our uh, servers for links in case you want to check that out I'll probably check that out at some point uh, maybe even Monday because that's when we do our casual night week nightly reaction streams and uh, Router House seems to be a fan of when I do that uh, for, for his products, for his media products. So I might do this one, um, less so because of Router House himself, but just because I think this is really interesting. It's supposedly going into detailed coverage of Department Con and really the culmination of that. So um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, I think this probably is going to be pretty good. So uh, give it a listen if you haven't already. And uh, hopefully, if you didn't know about it, now you do. Something else that came across the radar um, on the SCP subreddit was this discussion post. And uh, the title of it is, Sometimes I Wish the SCP Fandom Was a Little More Simple and Down to Earth. And so this, um, you know, I think it's worth a read. It's not particularly long. Uh, but the TLDR given by the author here is that I wish this fandom has had less eldritch gods and end of the worlds and book length documents and instead were about simple monsters or objects or buildings that are easy to understand and the foundation could believably contain and keep secret. So I think if you read this, I, most people who are attentive to the space will sort of see this as a flawed argument. Uh, it doesn't really have a lot of support. I think uh, down here, of course, Reddit gives us some upvote statistics, and this is 65% upvoted. So it's interesting to see it come down on one side of the fulcrum. Um, still, uh, despite being rather uneducated, I would say, when it comes to the space. So, for example, um, I understand that in a fandom like this, there will never be one consistent canon or timeline, but why are there dozens uh, if not hundreds of pages like this, and the pages he's talking about are things like um, when day breaks, where it kills 6.8 billion people in 24 hours, and uh, there's seemingly a misunderstanding here that is acknowledged, but at the same time still uh, sustained, that basically um, these things should be more canonical. So it's just odd. Uh, it was an odd um, discussion point. And I think the people in the comments sort of take care of this pretty well. 
uh, when it comes to just correcting uh, the misunderstandings that are sort of embedded in this, and also um, just taking it in the other direction and arguing for the other side of things. Um, you know, uh, and then of course we have pixelated harmony that I am now seeing here show up <laughs> and make a statement as well, um, which is which is uh, true, also another true statement. So um, yeah, it's just interesting. This really sort of is a, a gauge for a couple of things, not only the sort of uh, casual uh, person's knowledge level of things like modern day SCP, which of course we try to educate people on when it comes to the uh, the weekend collapsible with, uh, you know, basically catching you up to speed on the new things coming out. Um, but it also is interesting that once again, that this is, it's not highly upvoted, but it's still, you know, majority of people still upvoted this. So it just is interesting to see the sort of demographics and their preferences on things like RSCP. Having said that, if you don't check out RC, RSCP, there's some pretty cool stuff here. A lot of it is, you know, sort of meh, uh, like this, but then occasionally you get these absolute gems. This, for example, on the screen is an 8K by 8K image of SCP article cross references which is astounding. I mean, it's obviously very beautiful um, as well as potentially informative, but yeah, um, if you haven't checked this, something like this out, I would encourage you to do it. There, they get some really strange things on this, on this Reddit. Um, a, lot of, a lot of meme work, which is cool. Uh, slightly not safe for work stuff. Uh, in fact, a few of these things are blurred out, like this one right here on the screen is, is tagged and not safe for work. It's got 1600 upvotes. Um, yeah, so a lot of cleavage going on here, kind of the stuff you would expect to see. But if you don't check out uh, the subreddit, you know, occasionally it can be a pretty good and interesting thing uh, where you might not find other things. Uh, so, for example, we have this uh, copy of the uh, graphic novel for SCP-5000, which something that I didn't know existed. Uh, and that's pretty damn cool to see. Um, so a lot of other product advertisement going on here disguised as sort of, um, you know, mimetic and, and sort of grassroots posting. But then again, you have diamonds in the rough like this quantum's book. Uh, there is no anti-mimetics division, which I think is pretty well, um, you know, well recognized people, people know about that who are in this space. So anyway, um, you occasionally get some, some lukewarm, um, some rather unevenly, uh, microwaved post-refrigeration takes like this, um, but even if you do, you, you tend to get uh, pretty good meta-commentary on, on the actual wiki and the space in general. Alright, so what is going on next? Um, so every week, you know, if you don't check out, for example, the, um, the newly, uh, not newly, but the, the deleted page, the lowest rated page on the SCP wiki, uh, you, you probably are missing out. There comes across that page some very interesting material, stuff that is either too too bad, too controversial, or whatever uh, to actually stay up. And in some cases like this one here, you get uh, somewhat of interesting submissions that just don't quite cut it, but are definitely worth a look. Uh, so we have archived this one. It's obviously gone by now. This was several, several days ago with this rating of negative seven. But um, yeah, this is a joke article. Uh, I can't remember who it was written by. Um, I think it's someone, Dr. P, something like that. Um, but it's really a parody of 2316, which is that famous uh, DJ Cactus article about the bodies uh, in the water and how you don't recognize them. And so um, sort of in a meta critique style, uh, we have 
really uh, a theme of um, mimetic sort of inoculation when it comes to telling people to upvote. So we've seen this sort of thing happen before where there's like this upvote, downvote commentary. Um, there was an article written this week about uh, you know, a pataphysical entity. This was written actually by Rounder House that encouraged people to downvote it. Um, you know, things like sort of meta games, sort of meta plays and meta moves like this uh, that we see now and then. And so this one, if you look at it, is basically a, a straight um, stylistic rip. Uh, it's basically a clone of the original article, which is 2316. Uh, we can see that here just to look at the comparisons. Um, of course, a great, great article, great article. Uh, we don't need to go into uh, my own thoughts about this, but if, if you exclude the white hidden text, I think this is just an absolute, and the hidden collapsibles, I think this is just a stellar article. It doesn't get much better than this. But so this um, parody was interesting in that, you know, it says things like, you will downvote this article, you know, <laughs> which ended up being sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, not because the article was compelling, uh, mind you, because it was rather bad. Um, and I think even even the author of it decided to try to pull a um, uh, the how do you delete this kind of move in the comments that also didn't fly. So this is just an interesting thing. I'll put this uh, once again in the links here just so you can look at it in case you missed it. It's, it's worth a look. It's not great, um, but it's it's sort of chuckle worthy. I thought it was something just to point out uh, that probably missed a lot of people's radars. So there is that link right there, and it is also in the Twitch. There you go. Uh, most of our links are shared to the uh, Discord server, so check that out. Hang out there if you're uh, if you're not. Sweet. So let's change gears. Um, we will head to O5, talk about some political developments, see what's going on in in uh, really the the you know closed closeted dark smoky chambers of the space where all the power is and all the power players like to gravitate to uh so this is oh five so. to start more weekend like this oh what's going on oh, my, i'm so sorry i missed a few people showing up jane bond thank you so much for being here <laughs> and almer doug good to have you all right so um we are making our way through our uh discussion today and we've just landed on oh five um and uh, had our recommendation for the week, things like that. Check it out on the replay if you didn't. Some real good stuff there, I think. So let's talk about 05 and of course, um, you know, speak of the devil and we basically conjured up Almerduck to have um, help with the political commentary <laughs> here. So <laughs> appreciate that. Um, so let's take a peek at a few things. First of all, uh, this was something that I wasn't sure I was gonna bring up because it has the potential to reflect poorly on us as a community, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, it does come back into play a little later in the show. So this is a disciplinary thread um, for a, a one Dr. Caldall, <laughs> AKA Dr. Herrick. And so it turns out, un, unbeknownst to us, I would like to make that very public, unbeknownst to us uh, to us here in the, uh, the Discord server, um, Dr. Caldall had an alt account called Dr. Herrick, which he has since, um, I think, admitted to quite openly, uh, even here, <laughs> and a message back to the staff. Um, but this was someone that is interesting to me because I have been reading the articles coming out of the SCP Wiki, and I noticed that Dr. Herrick was one of the most prolific ones, just posting and posting and posting um, several articles, and a few of which I thought were quite good. And so it was quite a shock to me to realize that this was, this was someone who 
uh, has run into trouble with the law at SCP before and uh, decided that that wasn't quite enough and is back again for another round. Yeah, if we had known about this, we would have shamed him because this is, this is kind of dumb, to be honest. Also, yeah. he's very bad with alts. Yeah, uh, yeah, really, really sticks out like a sore thumb uh, in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, if you go down here, they basically stripped the side of all the submissions, the successful submissions that were posted under this name. Uh, and a few of these, like I said, are, are pretty damn good. Uh, this one was a format screw that, that was liked. This guide to writing was an interesting thing um, that I, I think had a pretty damn good reception. It was up at like uh, plus 90, I think, by the time it got deleted. And a few other a few other things, obviously, the uh, author page as well. So, I mean, if it was Hilarious. just... <laughs> yeah, if, if it was just a matter of writing, you know, underneath an alt, you know, just to submitting things to the site just for doing so, I think that would be different, but... Uh, if you go and look at what they they caught him over, uh, cold posting, um, uh, they they see some similarities in grammar choices and word decisions, um, and uh, similar similarity in behavior and interactions with specific site members. Multiple messages from call doll and chat platforms where Herrick is mint, uh, mentioned spontaneously. So, um, you know, you're, you're not doing yourself any favors, I'm sure. For that, and it is absolutely true that people are keeping an eye out in our own Discord from the SCP Wiki staff to report, you know, uh, back to to uh, HQ in this way. So, you know, I think I think if you push it a little fur further than just you know contributing to the site, obviously um, that's not something that we want. We don't want active trolling. Uh, if you're gonna participate with the SCP and you're in our Discord server. Um, that's fine. Just keep it keep it civil, and if you're going to contribute, do something meaningful. Well, Caldwell is an annoying piece of shit, so <laughs> we want some kind of collaboration uh, in uh, us and SCP staff. Would it gladly accept this? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Caldwell, if you're if you're here, I'll, I'll tag you just because uh, we don't want to talk about your back behind your back. I hope you're here, but. Um, yeah, uh, but kudos, kudos to you. I mean, like I said, some of these were really, really good. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that, in fact, I even sent uh, Dr. Herrick a message and said, hey, um, I see that one of yours got deleted. It was, it was really good. Uh, if you'd like to post it on Config Magazine, you know, let me know, because that's what we do. We basically scout, we talent scout at the SCP, and always on the lookout for articles that, uh, you know, what is one person's trash might be another person's uh, gold, so. Um, it was funny to see this to me because I basically sent a message just to Dr. Caldall without knowing it, so that was nice. All right, and then uh, moving on um, from that little funny thing. So we have an adult content curation proposal, and the interesting thing about this is, uh, first, first of all, it states open, opening the thread here that uh, the following proposal has been granted an exception by the admin team to be proposed during the policy freeze. So if you recall, last time we talked about a policy freeze that was enacted um, that is basically a result of this charter rewrite and basically trying to have all hands on deck to get that uh, pushed through in a timely manner. Uh, we had a very lively discussion about that without going into that again. Uh, this was an exception to that policy freeze uh, and it is about basically um, you know, assigning responsibility to a specific team for ensuring that adult pages are tagged with this new sports system. Of course, it's system. a new team. <laughs> of course, well, it's a no, new I, team. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it is a new team. Is it? Um, I think it is. Okay. Wow. Well, that's a bummer. 
Yeah, um, I think they talk about mast. Oh, yeah, you're right. Look, a new sub team of mast. Um, <laughs> new team. Yeah, of course. Of it's course it's like a it's a constantly budding thing. So it says it's not going to have a designated section head, but we all know that at some point the leadership role will be uh, created, and you'll have a set, another captain, you know, hierarchy there. So uh, just just uh, more examples of bloat. And I think the interesting thing about this was that, you know, this uh, adult content splash page thing was recommended, you know, uh, a year ago, perhaps. Um, and so it was a little haphazardly dealt with. Um, you know, you can read into that if you want as to what that means for, you know, uh, sort of the commitment to the issues that are surrounding the need for this adult content splash page. Um, but so this is, you know, ultimately something that I think we're happy to see. I mean, obviously, um, if they're going to be, uh, the sort that wants to try to uh, curate these things and make sure that these uh, warnings are there for the right people, then, um, you know, this is, this is uh, happy to see this. Uh, and we have a lot of people who are volunteering for this team, so hopefully it'll be an efficient one. I wonder how, like, what, what's the line, like, between adult content and normal content? Because, um, there's a lot of articles that make references to like genitals or uh, sex as a concept that don't necessarily feature it like prominently as part of the story. Yeah, and I think that's going to be partially their job um, because it's, you know, it's one of those things where you, I don't think are ever going to be able to nail down exactly, you know, it's probably good to leave it a little fuzzy on the edges there. Um, but I suppose that'll be something that they sort of try to figure out. Uh, it does it does say here that they're going to have gut feeling, uh, and specific mentions are going to drive the um, the determination as to whether or not it's adult content or not. So, I mean, I think that's that's okay. It's probably the For best a you can fact, do. Like two months from now, maybe earlier, two months from now, uh, someone is going to tag an article as uh, adult content uh, against the desires of the author. Is going to complain and it's going to raise a storm. Who's going to try to get some official definition instead of what is an adult content article? And that's going to take like a full month or two to make, and it's going to have a, a, a huge fucking thread in 05 with a Marin main with um, a lot of political, visual political noise mm. and uh, wastes of time and vitriol. It's just set up for this to happen. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, you're getting really good at the uh, at the the column that the prophecies coming up here. So we'll we'll earmark this claim and, and certainly come back to it and uh, and kind of um, laugh laugh about it when it happens. But yeah, I mean, just the general trend is that um, you know the bureaucracy that we see on 05 treats really any sort of ambiguity as totally antithetical. It's almost something that just they can't help but let get under their skin to the point where they have to. Uh, we talked about this, I think, last week with the Zeno's Paradox. They have to try to define every incremental step uh, in the whole way to get to something with nothing left oh, um, not o overturned uh, in the process. And so there's really an impediment to uh, progress this way. It's just a very inefficient system by being so um, paralyzed by your own uh, you know, demands for analysis. But yeah, and then even pushing that a little further, Almer Duck, I think that that's going to actually spill over into content warnings as well. So... What we're seeing for adult pages, I think at some point has the potential, maybe not maybe not will, but has the potential at least, to sort of um, subsume general trigger warnings and content warnings. And so, of course, uh, the same thing is going to happen to that. Um, 
that effort, I think it's going to probably lend itself very quickly to uh, debate, you know, particularly with the staff who are giving these designations and the authors who may not feel like it is warranted. I'm not sure about content warnings. Like, in, in general, I'm more or less in favor of them. I think it's a good optional choice for the author, so long as it's not, um, unless it doesn't stick out enough as something that breaks, breaks immersion. It would seem kind of stupid to have, like, a content warning standardized for a site that is known in the public sphere for horror. Like, the point is horror. A lot of the most famous articles are exclusively about body horror, so... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good point. It certainly seems like the place where you would go into an understanding that this is, might be something that you would see. And so perhaps if, if you're that squeamish about something where it would, you know, trigger you um, on, a, on something like a creative writing site, you know, like this, where basically any topic is fair game. Um, and certainly a horror direction is, is often taken. Uh, you know, you might you might rethink why you're there or if you should be there and then of course there's more of a logistical thing happening here where a, a trigger warning is essentially supposed to give you a heads up about otherwise being slapped in the face with some you know uh, content that might disturb you but you know it basically doesn't remove that slap it just puts it more directly up at the front um, and in fact maybe even a little more bluntly if you ask me all right um, so Jane Bond says hey this is from uh, our death Battle Matchups. That's a subreddit that I'm not too familiar with. It's made by Robotic Miner 285 and then Jane Bond suggested and requested that they do this. And it looks as though I wish I could share this image. Maybe I can. Um, but it looks as though it's a mashup of... You can open the link, I think. Okay. Uh, here, here we go. So it's a mashup of I think 096 and basically what is I guess taken to be the RPC equivalent. I'm not too... I can't remember what number this is over here on the right. This green guy. 042. 042, thank you. Yeah. So there's a there's a death battle. <laughs> Interesting death battle. And then the owl dude says, this isn't really related to the current conversation, but I found an untapped uh, aquifer of laughs in this site. And so this is a, a web archive. Let's take a quick look at this together. Somebody's going to troll me one day and send me something that I shouldn't uh, instantly put on to the, to the uh, cast. Um, what the hell is this? Oh, that's a Nickelodeon show. Like, it has some kind of, um... It's like a Monster of the Week show, but with different, like, special monsters, I think. Wow. I remember there was an episode for, like, uh, vampires that were also hamsters, like, when vampires that were also hamsters, when they had, instead of having long fangs, they had, like, long incisors. Wow. Okay. And so it looks like the field notes uh, that Aldu says, um, all the field notes are written by children, and it's just charming to read through all of them. Um, people like Bob Bobo say, someone please help. This thing got released into our HQ by someone in all caps, and it broke our Monstra Pintle regulator. So, um, yeah, so Nickelodeon Jane Bond does have a config show. Uh, we didn't know about it until now, but it even kind of is reminiscent of the RPC logo up here. Um, when, would, when was this made? It looks like the earliest capture. <laughs> the earliest capture is 2009. Um, and then this capture is from 2011. Yeah, the show was released in 2009. Wow, look at that. Wow, a little ahead of its time. A little ahead of its time. Good job. 
Um, yeah, so this is fun. <laughs> uh, did not know about this, but basically Nickelodeon has something like a config series. Um, so kudos. Good job. All right, moving on. Um, I, I did want to point this out just back to the conversation about the tagging and the adult content splashes. So this is the 04 equivalent. Once again, this is the on-site equivalent where you don't have to be 05, you don't have to be staff to comment and share your thoughts. And uh, once again, uh, obviously this has only been up for three days, but we don't really have any engagement. Um, and I think this is sort of a silent canary in some ways because uh, we don't see a lot of engagement with what the staff is doing. Uh, so they, either that means that the user base doesn't really care, uh, maybe they're not bothered in the way that they were, say, at the town halls, but on the other hand, it seems as though um, the lack of engagement, the lack of discussion, of communication um, has the potential to be a little concerning, too, because uh, I think that a lot of things are happening that have the potential to to bubble up in, in a similar fashion. So I just wanted to point out that um, for better or for worse, as a good thing or a bad thing, uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of engagement from the community with a lot of the stuff that staff is doing lately. Uh, I'm not sure if it's uh, a thing of disapproval. Like, um they, they just don't care or it's a thing of approval like they don't see anything to criticize so they don't post exactly so it's like this um the sort of uncollapsed probability wave that uh <clears throat> you know if it's one way or the other i'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll make itself known but anyway so I, I do think the splash pages are good it's good that they're uh making that a little more reinforced and just a little uh, with a little more clarity as to how that's going to work so yeah just just like content warnings there i think Mm. Very good to have. Just like, just would prefer if they, if the site in general was understood like to be under a blanket um, or a team. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's eighteen trigger warning thing. Yeah, it, it'll continue to be a very touchy subject. I'm I'm sure. Um, de definitely don't envy them with that job. It's uh, they got themselves into quite a mess. Oh, good lord. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then other things. This is something small, but uh, Yasi Posse had been away from the um, wiki for a little bit, and then um, they say they're going to take another break for mental health purposes, which is something that we see just all too often from people on the O5. Um, so you know, just wanted to point that out, and then I obviously wish uh, Yasi Posse a good mental health recovery. Uh, it's not just like specifically about Yossi, but it's just like how this kind of you see one of these like once per week if you look at O5. It's kind of worrying, mm. really worrying how everyone has mental health issues and has to quit it very often. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I have a lot. Almar Duck here the same way. We have just a lot on our plate, so yeah, I think we can empathize with the fact that you know sometimes the work gets so overwhelming that you just want to you don't want to just put it down for a minute. And it might be a very very healthy thing to do that, but um, you know I, I don't want to question anyone's uh, commitment to this. But at the same time, uh, you know it, it obviously has to get really really bad for you to want to step away. So for example. Uh, Yasi says, I intended to do uh, next to no staff work during the period of Passover, uh, but I was forced back in due to a pressing matter that ultimately drained me beyond belief and has already strained me more than normal. And so this is obviously, you know, something that's very meaningful to someone like Yasi this Passover. So it's just curious to me to, to wonder what could be so pressing as to remove you from the sanctity of uh, you know, of, of, an, of an oasis, you know, like, like Passover to pull you back. Uh, it just, uh, I wonder if these, uh, if this is sort of what we're seeing is, is an overemphasis of 
uh, people taking their role a little too seriously. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anything could be that important, but as, as I guess it is. This is a common theme, I think. Uh, I've seen um, Uranium Empire, I think is their name. I'm not sure. They are also Jewish. And they also, like, sometimes um, skip their free, like, how to call them, because there are days where you're not supposed to use um, digital devices or work. Um, I don't know how to describe them. I'm very bad with this kind of tradition. And they're supposed to take a break, but they don't for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a little weird because this kind of thing is very significant. It's profoundly significant if you belong to this kind of religion. Yeah, and it, and it, it reminds me... That it's more or less a recurring thing is kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of something that uh, actually some wisdom that DJ Cactus dropped on his Twitter not too long ago where he was saying that uh, he, he shared a story which was interesting about how um, it was during the time of the SCP-3000 contest and it was just wrapping up and so obviously this was going to be who uh, gets gets the slot. It was going to decide who won. And he told the story on his Twitter of how instead of going and visiting with his family who were gathered together for some reason, perhaps for something like this, a gathering, a celebratory uh, gathering like this, and instead he was sort of glued to his screen a little more than he should uh, because he just wanted to see, you know, the timer click down and I suppose um, his entry win. And so he went on to sort of comment on this and once again, a, a mature fashion that I respect in saying that, you know, this was, this was obviously a sign that this was a little too unhealthy mentally. It was a little too gravitational. Uh, I shouldn't have gotten that serious. I should have been able to divorce myself from something that I really wasn't even controlling, you know, just let it happen and come to it later kind of thing. And so he regretted this because uh, he was reflecting on those times that he could have been more present with his family. And I think we all have that sort of nagging at us. You know, I, I, I'm sort of a workaholic, so I, I have that as well to think about. But, um, you know, I think that's really the similar parallel that we're seeing here is that if you're being pulled... This isn't a cactus thing. It's a common... It's very common. Yes, yes, exactly. It happened to me when it, when I started writing. I had this um, kind of um, contest for the Spanish branch of SCP. Um, it lasted for two weeks, which matches with the winter break. Two weeks. And... In that time, I was with my mom, who I do not live with, I just visit twice a year. And I spent the entire winter break rushing through my entry, which was a very long, very dense. And the last day of the break, uh, got some very thorough critique for it, and it kind of just, just sucked. It broke the article apart, and realizing what I had done, like wasting all of that time in an entry that was just salvageable instead of spending the time that I could with my family. Yeah, I, I broke down crying that day because I wasn't yet used to kind of disappointment. Yeah, it's, it's a very difficult thing to balance. You know, everybody struggles with it, I think. Um, and so, once again, we can empathize with something like this, but at the same time, you know, this may be sort of a moment to reflect on um, just how officious something like the O5 can become. And that's really the vocab word of the day, by the way. It's one of my favorite words right now. Uh, officious. It 
beings assertive of authority in an annoyingly domineering way, especially with regard to petty or trivial uh, matters, intrusively enthusiastic in offering help or advice, interfering. That's sort of the word that I think describes a lot of O5 and how they sort of uh, overemphasize their own necessity when it comes to things on the site. Um, and so the only reason I'm mentioning this is not to poke fun at anyone, uh, but just to say that we all sort of have this struggle and, um, you know, maybe we can help each other out, you know, in some ways when it comes to like that, that wall that you hit when, you know, it sh probably should be a statement to you and other people who are watching. Um, but sometimes, sometimes people just plow right through that wall at the same time. Yeah, take care. Yeah. Um, okay. And that leads pretty well actually into the next topic. So, uh, we're off of O5 for a second and we're actually back out into the Twitter sphere of SCP. And so this was, uh, something that popped up this week. I think it was, oh, a couple days ago, maybe the 3rd of May. Uh, this is Lady Summer Isle. And if you don't know, this is, um... Kinch, Kinch the Knife Blade, who, if I didn't know anything about but their writing, I would be a huge fan of. You know, I think the writing, Kinch's writing is, is uh, spectacular. Um, their 3,000 contest entry is magnificent, and they have a lot of articles that I think are um, well above average when it comes to compositional talent. But this was something that popped up on uh, their Twitter and that was shared in our Discord server. Um, and so this is a screen cap of a comment uh, and it may be on one of Kinch's articles, it may not be, but uh, this comment from this individual uh, goes on to say some things about uh, a dog. I guess the article sort of invoked uh, the memory of a recently uh, deceased pet, like a dog. Um, and of course, this individual sort of, it was a little too close to home for their emotions and decided to downvote for that reason. And so uh, leaves this message just to at least sort of explain that. And so Kinch uh, responded and said, that's a super weird reason to downvote a piece, and I would rather you didn't say anything. And so that makes me think that this is probably one of Kinch's articles. Yes, it's 2420, I think, which is uh, titled A Good Boy, just so you know what the plot is like. Yeah, there it is right there. It's actually mentioned in a, a reply. Um, and so, you know, this was something that, as you can see, got a fair amount of attention with 83 likes. Um, and this was called out in our Discord server as something that was remarkably uncalled for. Um, and the sort of thing that, you know, we at our Discord like to point out because, uh, you know, when it comes to us, when it comes to what we've done and the, the, the wrong things that we've done, you know, all, these, all these things are held against us to a very, very high standard in such a way that, um, you know, we will never as a group uh, be able to pass the purity tests that are put up as barriers from places like SCP, uh, just on the whole. Whereas something like this can happen uh, in their own community, and you know, it's it's just as bad or worse than anything I think that any of us have done, and yet it seems to be loved and applauded. So it's just uh, interesting to me to note that um, there's really no deeper principles at work here. It's just a matter of whether you're in or out. I'm. On one hand, I understand where this comes from because people venting their grief online can be annoying, especially if it's like something like a dog where it's not all that important as, as a family member would be. But on the other hand, just lacking in empathy, mm -hmm. this, this immense lack of empathy for... It comes from the same group that that 
Buckets for thing like for things like trigger warnings or making life easier for other people. I'm not against trigger warnings. I think they're good. I'm glad that they're becoming more common. And, and it seems bizarre that it's just kind of selective when people are being empathetic and when they're being fucking old-hearted as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my point. I mean, it, it really is a matter of just if you're in the community, if you're if you're a quote unquote a friendly, and if you're not, you know, all that sort of principled talk that people would try to front as something that's that's deeper than just uh, you know nepotism, is is very demonstrably thrown out of the window as we see something like here. And I, I agree with you. I think that this is a terrible reason to downvote an article. It's not the it's not the author or the content's fault that it you know meshes so closely with something that they can't control, which is the, obviously the unfortunate death of a pet. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's it's just as bad, if not worse, to take it in the opposite direction. I think really what's at the basis of this is something else that we see all too commonly in the uh, community, especially of SCP, which is. I think all of this is because of the downvote. I think if this was a no vote, you wouldn't have had this post on Twitter. I think that because this is Kinch's uh, article, uh, this is really something that we'll see over and over again. It's uh, an inability of people to actually come face to face with any sort of like negative reception. As if they, they intend or expect to be uh, sort of glowingly praised in an unblemished fashion so that when the downvote happens that was i think uh, deep deeply the emotional um you know sort of impetus for this post this annoys is just kind of very strange because this article is like at plus 500 or something so one downvote is like fucking nothing and right, right. response like this for a single downvote an article that has 500 upvotes comes off as, uh, well, I, I don't know exactly the word, it's just, um, some shoes maybe? Yeah, well, it's I'm insecure. Sure it's it's, it's totally word. insecure. I mean, it's actually a, 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 yes. a very loud proclamation that upvotes are not going to be able to be a, a valid substitute for self-esteem. You know, um, in fact, in fact... Especially because you can see that this person knows they are not acting rationally. They, they acknowledge that in their own post, and instead of, like, Realizing that this person is uh, overrun with grief and not dealing properly with it and trying to help them or say, hey, dude, you want to take a break or talk to me? I, I understand your feeling, understand how you feel, but this thing, not the right way to talk about it. it was just shaming them online and making a Twitter thread mm -hmm. call them out. Yeah, this is this. If you look down further down the thread, this person responds, like, the poster that made the post and the, um, the article. Really? They don't show up in the archive because it's an earlier version, Yeah. Uh, well, they show me... up and they say something like, oh damn. Hmm, I see. Yeah, uh, well, I'm sure that wasn't very nice uh, <laughs> to that person. I mean, and so, you know, what's also disturbing is you have just a whole bunch of, um, you know, sort of NPC, like, applause. People not really thinking about this very much. Uh, just sort of the sycophantic response. You well, have big people, name authors as well. Yeah, big name people who are uh, quite honestly quite disappointed to see. Like the David Lynch of lit RPG, I think, is Dave Fool. Uh, so really something that I expected him to be above 
for sure. And then, of course, you know, um, Scantron comes in and says something like, the SCP Wiki really needs to stop encouraging people to share all of their inane opinions. Well, I hate to tell you, but that's the whole purpose of Twitter and the space that you're in. That's, that's literally what it is. It is literally a machine. It's bizarre coming from It's so bizarre. It's, it's just an absolute lack of self-awareness. I mean, that's exactly what your space is. And in fact, someone like Scantron epitomizes this more than anybody and encourages this sort of uh, pining, pining to people's every thought um, more than the usual person because they're so uh, they're so isolated, they're so isolationist with regards to anything that they don't want to be around. So they just end up reinforcing their own ideas so much that um, they get into this space where they think that people do or should care about their all their innate opinions. It's it's exactly what your Twitter is. But um, yeah, so just to go back to what you said, Elmer Duck. Uh, it's astounding to me that there was no disciplinary action. Um, this goes back to a longer conversation that we've had over the course of several different media posts where Kinch, uh, basically because of the events of June 2018, is sort of the patron saint of, um, of the whole victimhood equals um, status mentality that I think has a deep root in the SCP culture. And so I think that's also why you see so many people jumping on board. You had you had really like smarter people like uh, the the great hippo come in and sort of file down the edges of this and and try like kind of what we're doing here to sort of um, you know blend uh, a little of these things together uh, and not make it so just um, abutting uh, to people's you know feelings. But um, on the whole, you have a lot of people who just want to agree. I think with someone like. Kinch because uh, she's really the trust fund kid of social points, of oppression points in the space. And so these people kind of just, in my opinion, what I see here is a bunch of people, uh, you know, crawling around um, the, the table for some crumbs. That's what I see. Not sure how relevant the 2018 thing is. Just think this is a systematic issue rather than specifically relating to this person. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this to that, that Kinch is the individual, sort of individual who leverages that experience um, incessantly um, to, in order to sort of cash in uh, on, on sort of sympathy points. And in fact, what makes this whole post very strange to me is not the fact that you're calling out somebody for a bad reason for downvoting, because once again, I agree. And it's not even necessarily that a lot of people who I thought better of, you know, are, are championing this. It's that uh, recently on Kinch's Twitter, they did the exact same thing this individual did. Um, uh, I hate to say this, but Kinch had a very unfortunate experience where I think I think uh, a dog, a loved dog, I think I think vanished or something like that. It was something horrible, something that nobody nobody likes going through, nobody should go through, um, and that I've gone through too, and is just a terrible thing. Um, but it's just a very strange note to hit when when what this individual is doing, lamenting uh, openly, publicly about this, is something that Kinch did on their Twitter. Just um, you know, several several tweets worth of this, just not maybe a few weeks prior. Very strange. Uh, I don't I don't understand where the sudden lack of empathy came from, especially if you're going through this same thing. Wouldn't you instead of Instead of posting publicly, instead of making a Twitter thread about it, couldn't you DM this person and tell them, I empathize, I empathize with you, mm -hmm. I think your reason for downloading is stupid, but just know that I'm going through the same thing, I hope you get better. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't something like that be more appropriate? Yeah, probably. I guess the question is, why didn't that happen? And, and I'll leave that question for the uh, listener and viewer to 
to ask themselves and munch on. But I do want to come back to something you said, Almerduck, which is that, um, you know, this is something that uh, I think there was a little bit of self-introspection over because if we actually try to go to this tweet this is obviously as you say an archive of this tweet which is it's once again a good thing that somebody did this because currently that tweet has been deleted it doesn't exist um so you know there's yeah so i mean that's always that's always the white flag of in in ways uh, I, th I think hopefully that means that uh either someone from you know the scp wiki staff maybe got in touch with kinch and said hey you know you should probably take this down or one of their one of kinch's friends did this um but yeah in, in any other setting i think this probably would have been cause for disciplinary harassment but um but it is nice to see that this is deleted in some ways uh, that that speaks to me of some sort of you know recompense some sort of recanting of the lack of empathy that we saw just to put this into perspective, because like um, the way we're narrating it, it sounds like Twitter drama. It sounds completely consequential. It sounds stupid. But what you should keep in mind is that the person being shamed online is an aspiring author, and the shamers in the situation are titles, people he's looking up to. So consider that on top of the degree of grief that has to get to you for you to knowingly do something wrong and knowingly bother other people with a downvote with a comment in their articles and then going online and seeing that you're being shamed for it aimed mm -hmm. i'll to cope with your grief i'm I think it's a very noticeable that I'm struggling to come up with the words to describe <laughs> yeah. that because it's, it's yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really beyond the pale. Um, and, and I think you're right. There, there's some deeper social commentary here, which is really what this show is about. I mean, yes, it, it is a drama hub. Um, but, you know, tell me honestly what Discord server or, or discussion, you know, group discussion about a social circle isn't. Um, but... Yeah, so I mean, the, the other thing to draw from this is, is kind of what you said, which is that this is somebody who's very not well established. And you're talking about people, you know, big, big names, uh, people who really probably should have a more responsible sort of posture to the site as people who are, uh, you know, essentially in the ruling class. They're in the upper echelon and tiers socially of the site. And so, um, you know, it, it, it really is a very interesting moment to observe that you have people who have really every reason to not be bothered by something like this uh, and instead decide to react perhaps in the equal and opposite direction of that. Uh, this is something that we see all the time. Uh, and the, for example, the, the higher you get in terms of like popularity, the, the more sensitive you tend to get about like downvotes, which is what we're seeing here. And so it just goes again to say that these things that people sort of uh, base the whole um, social incentive ladder at SCP on are not things that can ever satisfy you. And that's really the point of talking about this drama is that you, know, you have to have a deep internal personal uh, standard for satisfaction. It's not going to come from uh, likes. It's not going to come from upvotes. It's not going to come from popularity. Uh, it's going to come from just what you have inside of you and how you choose to express that perhaps, let's say, in an SCP article. Um, uh... If you give me the chance to post about myself for a bit, it's kind of... Go ahead. I don't want it to come off as suggestive. Um, I 
I am, relatively speaking, because it's a niche within a niche, popular in the Spanish SCP sphere. I have a bunch of somewhat famous articles, people say they admire me, and had a kind of um, positive feedback. Uh, hasn't give me, given me any satisfaction. I would just feel, I feel kind of terrible about it because I don't like any of those articles anymore. It didn't fulfill me, it made me feel completely fucking terrible about them, the things I've written and getting people to admire you when you don't think you deserve that kind of admiration is torture. Mm, don't wow. strive for that. Because it's when you get there, it's not at all what you bargain for. Yeah, a very, very different view. It's easy to, to look at it and think the grass is greener, but um, you, you, you don't have to hit rock bottom uh, to understand uh, and, and even listen to people who, who maybe, you know, are trying to tell you better that you, know, you don't really have to experience those depths in order to know how to avoid them uh, and, to, and to work around them. So thanks for sharing that. That was really, really deep, actually. Um, so thank you for that. Thanks. And then um, we'll finish this way, uh, staying in the Twitter sphere. Uh, we still have some commentary to get through on the January uh, recaps, but we'll save that for another time. Uh, that's really our fallback option. We have, um, I love that we have so much falling into our laps that I can't finish the January um, recaps. That's, that's the way I want it to be. Um, but so just to stay within the Twitter sphere and just to go back to a motif that we're seeing of people who have really an outsized, a completely asymmetric uh, social status, uh, seemingly going after people who have, you know, just just dramatic fractions of that in terms of social capital. So this is something that we saw recently uh, this week <laughs> that was shared to uh, this Discord server. And so this is Rounder House, uh, and he's actually making a tweet about um, the streams that you might know from from this actual uh, Twitch channel, um, where I where I react to media in the containment fiction space. Um, and uh, this is really part of a larger discussion uh, that I want to bring out where, where people uh, who have, you know, this a tremendous amount of, you know, followers and likes and attention uh, seem, seem to not be able to resist the sort of like very, very small mosquito-like, um, you know, pricks uh, that are delivered by people who are, you know, one one-thousandth of their size. This is just extremely petty and it's very funny to see him be kind of oblivious to the fact that this is just positive feedback mm -hmm. publicity it's fucking yeah. publicity well let's let's get into that discussion because this is something that i do a lot of i mean and like i said earlier this week i did somewhat of a reaction to this in one of our nights um nights uh streams but you know, if, if it weren't for reactions like this, I, I am counting on reactions like this. You know, <clears throat> this is what I'm shooting for. This is the strategy. Um, this is the marketing strategy. And so every time somebody does something like this, they do it because they feel like, first of all, they need to, which is a mistake. You know, the world does not need your, your reaction uh, necessarily. And there are times when you probably shouldn't bring any more attention to something like this. Um, but yeah, so basically individuals like Rounder House and of course the individuals who commented on this as well, um, people like uh, the Sherm, you know, they cannot help themselves. They have to say something about this. And they think that that is sort of the gotcha because, you know, you're criticizing somebody and you're making them look bad. But in, in reality, you know, this, this is what I want. This is, this is exactly what I'm hoping to do. And in fact, the Sherm actually, uh, who's smarter than he looks, states this. 
Um, he says they need us to take the bait so our people will either watch or dunk on them. And a fraction of our folks may say they have some points and the hook is in them. That is 100% correct. And so it's interesting. It's exactly what I'm shooting for. It's, it's my you know, strategy in a nutshell, and it's worked for three years. It's the only reason why I'm not completely relevant is because people react this way continuously, uh, reliably. So, um, you know, it's ironic, I think, that this individual, the Sherm, kind of said this because by saying it, they basically gave me the, the attention they were trying to not give me. Um, but Radar House is the same way, which, by the way, I was a little disappointed uh, for somebody who has, um, you know, 4,000 Twitter followers and only 37 engagement likes here. That seems to be quite uh, the discrepancy for that amount of followers. But, um, yeah, so... This is something that we see all, uh, over and over again. In fact, uh, Router House did it again uh, this week. This is from yesterday, and this, so this is uh, this is. I don't know if you know this, but this uh, this SCP Wiki can be divided into three classes. is uh, is a reference to my author page manifesto, as, as they call it. So, I mean, once again, like you have to understand what I'm going for here. You have to understand my my strategy because what this does for me is take that handful of people who see things like this and expose them to something that they never saw before. Uh, and like V. Sherm says, a few of those are going to agree or have their mind changed by it, at least influenced a little bit. You know, maybe a seed will be planted. Um, and it looks as though, you know, this is bad press. And it is. It is. It's, it's uh, obviously they're ridiculing me and making fun of me. So that's, I mean, you have to accept that. You have to just kind of live with it. But, you know, it's, it's nice. I'll say this. Despite the clear ridicule, I see this as a win. Uh, because first, my stock, as far as SCP is concerned, is already as low as it gets. You know, it's not getting any lower. It's already rock bottom. So there's really nothing to lose. The 99% of the people there dislike and disagree with me. So, you know, this sort of comment from Rounder House, um, you know, while getting more applause than I can muster, just from a sheer lack of social capital is really only preaching to the choir. And what this does for me is take that relatively small percentage of people and actually introduce them to something, a viewpoint, an opinion um, that they may never have come across before and that even a fraction of those will actually agree with and get on board with. So, you know, I, I might just- It's extremely funny that they're just kind of, I'm sure it's scared is the right word. They. Let's use that word to express myself. <laughs> sure, sure. It's not not a they're bad kind of, selection. The, the thing they're scared of is that people will agree. Maybe right. have some good right. points though. Right. That's a, that's a scary thing. That's, yeah. That's what you're afraid of. Really. Yeah, and it's it's like it's basically the same thing when you see like a, a you know a, a person, a human being, uh, react so reflexively to something like you know a small jumping spider that's like you know, a tenth of the size of their fingernail. Like, it doesn't matter. The size discrepancy gets completely lost in in the uh, sort of uh, fight-or-flight reaction um, from the from the person who will jump out of the room and run out of the room and start screaming because there's this little innocuous uh, spider that can't possibly do any real damage to them, but it's it's the mind game that happens. Um, and so that's that's what I think is happening here. So the question is... You know, when somebody has 4,000 followers, when somebody has 8,000 followers, uh, D. Sherm, for example, has 2 million followers, 2 million plus followers on, on his TikTok. 
So why are these people with all this, you know, social capital spending time to, you know, uh, do this to little old me who's got, you know, maybe six or seven followers on, let's say, something like Twitch. It seems almost as if sort of a shotgun approach to an ant. Like if you went outside and you shot an ant with a shotgun, um, that might be a little odd. Uh, it seems to be a little bit of overkill. And so the question becomes, you know, why is it that these individuals can't resist? Or the better question is, why can't they see that even in getting the satisfaction of making fun of someone like me for some things that I said four years ago, um, there's actually nothing in it for me but a benefit. Uh, that's airtime that would otherwise cost me a decent buck. Um, so, I mean, this, this actually is happening all over the place. So if we see this, this is somebody who thinks that Totemo is me. Uh, Plague, P Plague PJP is the one who said this. And there's another one that happened a few uh, weeks ago, I guess, from um, Floppy Phoenix as well. So my, my name is being dropped all over the place, uh, which is free advertisements. I mean, um, look, I mean, Routerhouse has referenced me twice in one week on his Twitter. Uh, the Sherm referenced me. Flops is an influential person on the wiki, name dropping me. Uh, Pl Plague PJP, uh, somebody who's up and coming, also name dropped me. So, um, you know, I, I think that these people, they can't look past just the immediate satisfaction of getting the, uh, the haha gotcha, you know, uh, sort of making fun of somebody. I mean, I, I'm over here, I'm happy about this. I mean, yeah, like, you know, obviously, you know, it's not fun to be made fun of. Nobody likes that. But, you know, as long as I can stomach that, as long as I can look past that, and as long as anybody in the situation like me can look past that, this is this is a win-win. The sheer amount of seething that this kind of post like instantly provokes. Like, if you mention config in any kind of CP circle, you are going to see real fucking hard. And something funny about that post by Flops is that um, the SCPD Discord. Um, their co-author in this article, uh, 6705, which is Lord Stonefish, uh, yeah, even great, great thanking author. them for this post because they thought it was good crit, but they didn't realize it was a quote-unquote config goon, which is quite a funny title. And that's <laughs> quite the validation. Like, they thought it was good crit, but now they have to discard it because it was a config goon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the double-blind study Better being revealed. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly it was like, oh, I want that one. And then suddenly it's like, oh, okay, well, let's open, let's see what's behind door number two. It's, oh, it's not who you thought it was. Suddenly you don't want it anymore. That's kind of telling. Um, but yeah, so the same thing is happening here. These, these individuals who think that, you know, uh, who are trying to say that I'm this person here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. Obviously, this is something that I, I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy happening. So I can't confirm or deny that allegation. But, um, you know, once again, I'll just say, despite this clear ridicule, if you look at, uh, you know, Plague PJP, once again, this is the meme version of the first line of my author page. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're showing this to people who already think it's ridiculous. I mean, you're not going to really make any headway, any more headway there. That's already, that's already the case. The only thing you're doing is... Uh, sending people my way who are going to be convinced by something like this. So I appreciate it. Um, I should be paying you money, honestly. Uh, so, I mean, and I would say to people who think that I'm this individual who's leaving these comments here, um, you know, they're, they're talking in this way like they have proof. You know, so why not send it to the SCP Wiki staff? Um, the SCP Wiki staff are itching to ban me. If they thought that I had an alt on their site, they would ban me instantly, maybe just with the whiff. You probably don't even have to give any uh, evidence. We just saw them ban Dr. Caldall's alt with no definitive proof, just with circumstantial evidence that they took to be sufficient. 
So, you know, the question is, why aren't they doing that here? These people are, are they making these accusations and they don't have proof? Um, maybe. You know. that. You're going to get poor Totomo banned. <laughs> well, You're going to get them banned. They didn't do anything wrong. They're just it, like in the crossfire. Yeah. And so that's, that's why this is an interesting situation to me to kind of, to kind of watch. Um, you know, because maybe the staff will ban this individual. But the problem with that is that if you're the SAP Wiki staff, uh, this is a lose-lose publicity-wise. You know, the, the staff is not dumb, you know. Um, and so that's probably, in my opinion, why, that's probably the best explanation as to why, you know, this account hasn't been banned. Um, you know, because this this sort of backlash only comes around when it's a negative comment, I'll add. Just if you notice, it's only when, when the comment is negative that something some reply like this happens but if you're if you're the scp wiki staff these users people like plague pjp people like uh, flops and even people like rounder house and d sherm they've taken the bait that was ex explicitly intended for that they've taken the bait so much um and they're in the process of reviving me you know on their own platform um that if i were staff even though i don't like me um, you know, I would think twice about doing a ban because what you're going to do by that, if you actually enact the ban, that's even more publicity in the same exact fashion, which someone like me would be wanting, would be actually doing something like this for the explicit purpose of. Yeah, it's also very noticeable, this kind of philosophy, um, because there hasn't been any disciplinary action against the alt accusations. You know, Normally, shit responses to crit, which have um, always been an issue. Normally, those get disciplinary action. They get um, get some kind of address from staff, and we haven't yet. So, they're they are currently discussing in Totemo, or they're just um, uh, there's a Spanish expression for this, which is um, making your eyes fat. Uh, hmm. Beautiful. Well, just ignoring the issue until it goes away. Yeah, and the the problem I think though, just once again looking at this, just from somewhat of a of a separated degree, uh, it's interesting because I think what'll happen is sort of like the Streisand effect or like the martyr syndrome. Because if let's say this account gets banned, um, so basically what that means from now on is that anytime anyone's going to leave, you know, a thorough let's say criticism of something. Um, you know, uh, hope to God that it's not negative. You know, people are automatically going to have this boogeyman, this sort of like living in their head, rent-free reaction to any criticism of this nature. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so the problem is that you know, people like Plague, P Plague PJP, people like Rounder House, people like the Sherm, people like Flops. You know, um, you know whether whether Totemo is me or not. You know, they're obviously bad mouthing me, which which you can have. You know, I I'm going to let that stand. You can have that. Um, there's a little bit of enjoyment in that, um, just as just as surely as there's a little bit of a sting on my end of that. It happens to everybody who gets made fun of. But um, you know, the the bigger picture here, there's more important things going on that result from this. Uh, so, for example, you know, the you're you're thinking that this person is me. So, if the staff decide to act on that, well, that's more publicity. And if and if we imagine that somebody is enacting a marketing campaign here, then you just staff just played into it even more. In fact, they amplified it. They they put an exponent onto it. Um, and the other thing is if you do ban someone like this, or even if you don't, honestly, um, calling and sort of, um, sort of necromancing something that happened four years ago, three, four years ago, back onto the site, you know, in your own platform, on your own turf, 
willingly by your own inability to resist commenting on it, which is the correct thing to do. What you're doing is you're creating situations like this. On the screen here, this is the Spartacus GIF, where suddenly everybody is Spartacus. Or right here, where the, the, the Garfield cat GIF, where everybody is, everybody's Garfield now. You know, you, you've, set yeah. Your, yeah, you've set yourself up to be, to be constantly on the paranoid lookout for something like this, to wonder if it's this guy again and again and again. And so I, I have to wonder, you know, I mean, this is interesting for me to see, like it, someone like me would be doing this with these exact effects in mind. So it's just interesting to see it play out. Uh, they also thought I was the author of SCP Disc J. You know, so I mean, that wasn't me, you know, did they, did they think that, that was me? I don't know. So anyway, um, just wanted to, to kind of end on that because, uh, you know, I, I am paying attention. They know I'm paying attention to it. Um, and uh, I, I got to say, this is, um, you know, if I'm going to if I'm going to take a little left, I'll, I'll be more than happy to take that little left so that I can get that right hook in because that's what I'm going for. It's a very nice business relationship that we have with them right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This would this would cost me a lot of money, a lot of money. So they, <laughs> they literally saved me, you know, probably hundreds of dollars. I mean, just how much that would cost, how much that attention would cost. So, um, yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, I, I hope that uh, I hope that this Totemo individual keeps commenting because I love to see this happen. Uh, I love to be brought up on enemy platforms, people who don't want me there, you know, who don't want to mention me. You know, I love that. This is a win for sure. So. Um, I'm not confirming or denying anything. Uh, I love the ambiguity, and um, I'm going I'm to be happy to see how this plays out uh, either way. It's kind of a um, uh, six one way, half a dozen the other kind of situation. So anyway, just thought I'd address that publicly because this show is the most watched, and uh, I felt like it's really my only chance to uh, respond in a way that uh, might be meaningful and that people might see. So um, thank you for indulging me on that. been very nice <laughs> very nice situation well all right so um i do want to mention this again i'll, I'll say this throughout the week but uh, at the end of this week i actually have to be out of town i'm going to a funeral which is never fun um so i will not be around this next saturday so we are not going to have an episode of scp meta uh come a week from today uh, we'll just have to skip it that week and pick it up the next one uh, again, we do our weekly, uh, very granular gauntlet of all the SCP articles that come out in a given week on the SCP Wiki on Friday nights. I uh, won't be able to do that either, but we will still do that. We'll push it to Sunday evening instead and just take more articles on. And of course, Thursday night, which is typically a very casual uh, reaction night, something like uh, you know uh, what Rounder House was calling out here, uh, we react just to podcasts of a variety of different things. That on Thursday will be canceled as well. Um, just because I'll be out of town. But uh, we'll pick this up next week. Uh, we're still going to do the nightly reaction streams on Monday and Tuesday uh, of this coming week. So I hope that you'll join us for that. And thank you very, very much for participating. Um, that I will do. Jane Bond, as always. Uh, Almerduk, it's been so nice to have you um, showing up yes. recently. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and everybody else who joined, I want to thank you so much. Hope you have a really, really great weekend and a great week. And we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, this has been Lack of Lepers, a.k.a. SPCRMP, and I appreciate it so much. And see you next time. Have a good one. Yeah.